This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with community law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. Hey, good morning. Uh, and this morning we have Fion uh, from Community Law Otago, who's going to be telling us about uh, Family Violence Act. Good morning, Fion. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. And you? I'm not too bad, yeah. So, um, so um, you're going to be talking about protection from family violence uh, under the Family Violence Act 2018. Um, and so I guess a good place to start is, so what is family violence? Yeah, so the definitions from the old Act have actually been amended to recognise that family violence occurs in a wider range of family relationships. And this approach has highlighted, highlighted the pervasiveness of family violence and the harm that it causes to both adults and children. So the violence actually needs to be directed against the victim by any other person with whom that person is or has been in a family relationship with. Right. Um, and so, yeah, so what's what's the family relationship then? So this can include partners, spouses, family members, and members of the same household or a close personal relationship. And, and that's current and former? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, and so, so what, 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 what's, what's violence in this context? What does, what does the Act cover? Um, so this definition is quite broad, but it includes physical, sexual and psychological abuse. So a single act could amount to abuse, or several acts that form a pattern of behaviour also do. And these single acts that perform, uh, make up that pattern, even if they're trivial when viewed in isolation, they can still be deemed to be violent. And the acts are generally coercive and controlling and may cause the person cumulative harm. Right. Okay. Um, So uh, you mentioned psychological abuse there. So what's covered by that? Yeah, so this one is actually defined quite broadly in the Act. And it can include threats of physical and sexual abuse, intimidation, harassment, stalking, trespassing, damage to property, and financial abuse. And it actually also covers causing a child to see or hear or putting the child at risk of this, the abuse of someone that they have a familiar relationship with, and also the ill treatment of animals whose welfare would affect their victim. Right, right, okay. So that that's, that's yeah, doing things to upset people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what what types of protection orders are available for, for victims of so family violence? The two primary orders that I'll cover today, and these are police safety orders and protection orders. So I'll start with the police safety order. Yep. It's an immediate short-term protection for people at risk from family violence. So it's actually issued by police on the spot so the courts aren't involved. And a PSO means that the person who's been violent or abusive must leave the home and stay away from the victim for 10 days. So this is this is kind of first line, uh, police turn yeah. up in a property and say, right, you, you out. Um, and yeah, it's definitely. Last for 10 days, yeah. Um, and so, so w- w- when would the police be able to, to use that? Um, so the requirements are a family relationship, a risk of violence, 
and it must also be authorised by a police sergeant. And it's also really important to know that consent from the victim is not necessary for this to be issued, so the police can do it anyway, even if the victim doesn't want it to happen. All right. Uh, and so if if you've had one of these PSOs against mm-hmm. you, um, what happens if you don't follow it? Well, you can be taken into police custody and then brought before the district court. The issue is it's not actually a criminal offence. So if you're brought before the court, you'll either be released, ordered another PSO, or a temporary protection order will be made. But for the last option, the victim must consent. Yeah, right. So, so there's, there's, yeah, it, it, it kind of shifts from the from the first time, uh, and so, yeah. um, and then there are protection orders. So, what are they? Yeah, so these are the key form of protection for family violence in New Zealand. Um, it's essentially a formal court order that is granted by the family or the criminal courts. The order will name that person who's been violent or abusive the respondent and it states that they must not be abusive towards the person who is applied to the order or the applicant's children and various other conditions can be included. Right. Um, and so when, how would someone be able to, to well, yeah, who would put one of these in place <laughs> and, and, and how would they put this in place? Yeah, so as with the police safety order, there has to be that family relationship there but risk of violence isn't sufficient for a protection order. That actually has to be actual family violence and so to the applicant, the child of the applicant, or both of them. And the final requirement to satisfy is that the making of an order is necessary for protection of the applicant or the child. And so, and the child. <laughs> and so the uh, so this would be sought by the 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 survivor of the violence. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be done by them or on behalf of them. Right. Uh, and so how, how would they go about uh, applying for that? So there's actually three ways to apply. Um, these are without notice, on notice, and by consent. By consent isn't that common. It essentially means that the both the victim and the respondent, the person who committed the violence, agree that there should be one in place. Mm-hmm. Um, on notice means the judge can't make an order until the other person has been served with a copy of the application and gets the chance to you know, show their side and present their own evidence. Yep. Um, without notice means the judge will consider the application and consider whether to grant a temporary protection order without getting the respondent's evidence. So the respondent won't be told the applicant has applied until it's been granted and... Most applications are made this way after, like, a crisis event or situation. Yeah. Um, so for an application to succeed without notice, the applicant must show that any delay might cause risk of harm to themselves or their children. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, so when, what, what, would, what would cause a court to allow a, a protection order? So studies and things have shown that the single most robust predictor of future violence history is that history of prior multiple offences. So existence of past violence is essential. Um, not only that, but the victim needs to have a subjective fear of future violence, and this must be reasonably held. 
Yeah, so that that's, feels like a fairly high bar. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a, a challenging space, isn't it, to, uh, mm, to, yeah. to legislate for and, and, to, and to apply the law in. Um, yeah, so, um, right, so we, we've, we've heard about uh, Family Violence Act 2018, uh, protection orders and police safety yeah. orders, um, and mm-hmm. so two, two different things and um, two, two different kind of levels um, of you know, police being able to come and put in place a police safety order um, with you know, checks and balances in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah. the, the, the other one, protection order, which goes through the court and, and the survivor is, is, has to apply yeah. for that themselves um, and, and, or you know, have that applied for. Um, and and yeah. then, but it is more, yeah. Uh, and so uh, more thorough, longer lasting and, and all the rest yeah. of it. And so I, I think, I think importantly, um, if someone is affected by this, where, where can they get help? There's quite a lot of um, organisations in New Zealand that do some really great work, but I'll just list a few. Women's Refuge, um, they have a 24-hour crisis line, which is 0800 Refuge. Um, Age Concern, also um, quite good to go for for elderly abuse. Mm -hmm. And the government actually have an organisation set up called iuok.org.nz for survivors of family violence. Mm-hmm. And finally, Community Law Otago, um, they can give free initial legal advice and information surrounding these matters, and you just contact them to make an appointment. Cool. Right. Okay. So, so yeah, so but pl- plenty of assistance available if, if someone is affected by this. Um, yeah, and you, you, we don't, yeah. We don't. We don't want anyone uh, to to need to put this in place. But if 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 you're in that yeah. situation, then yes, yeah, so these it's these these people can help. Uh, and you need with these people, you need wait for the criteria of needing to call the police or indeed you know the the protection order. They are available to help without that kind of bar um, that you yeah. need to achieve. Um, you know they they are there to help people. Um, so no matter what, yeah. Uh, and so that that handy number there, that O eight hundred refuge, nice and easy one to remember. Um, but, yeah. uh, check in with Age Concern, ruok.org.nz and Community Law Otago. That's excellent. Is there anything else you'd, you'd like to add, Fionn? Um, no, I think that's it for today. That's excellent. Thanks for running through that. That certainly increased my understanding of it. Yeah. And I think I think one of my un- confusions has been the fact that PSO and PO, um, yeah. you know, the P and the O stand for different things in each of those. <laughs> um, and so that that has caused me confusion uh, when I've been thinking about them. So that that's that's uh, clarified at least one thing for me there. Uh, so that that's helpful. Um, and yeah, it's been, been good to hear um, about those different things. And of course, that we have this in place to help people. Yeah, definitely. Right, so thank you so much. Uh, so it's been Fionn uh, talking about the Family Violence Act 2018. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Community Law Otago. Free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Princess Street, Dunedin. 
Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474-1922 or 0800-169-333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the Law Faculty, University of Otago, training for life. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.